Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for the week of March 20, 2021. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind invites you to our roundabouts held each Friday from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. The March 26th roundabout will include page turners, sponsored by the Tri-State Library users. Tell us about books you've read and participate in the conversation, perfect for everyone who enjoys reading. The roundabout on Friday, April 2, will include an Easter egg hunt and other fun activities, so come celebrate with us. Both roundabouts are virtual. Participate from your computer, cell phone, or landline on the Zoom platform by dialing 669 nine zero zero six eight three three and entering code eight six two nine eight eight nine six nine seven two. For more information about Roundabout and the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, call the KCB office at five oh two eight nine five four five nine eight. The March Library Without Walls call, sponsored by the Library Users of America, LUA, did not happen on March seventeen due to a problem with the Zoom lines. It has been rescheduled for Wednesday, March 31 at 8.30 Eastern Time. The Zoom number is 669-900-6833 and enter code 526-727-187. The passcode is 582582 or Lua Lua. The Council of Citizens with Low Vision hosts several events each week, including a new tech Q&A on Sundays at 8 p.m., a Monday evening call on a variety of subjects, a Thursday chat, and a Friday morning coffee break. For more information on CCLVI calls, you can contact Patty Cox, President of CCLVI, at 502-905-0869. ACB Lions will hold its next business meeting on Thursday April 1st at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Note that this is a time change for the Lions meeting. For more information on the number, check the weekly list of community events circulated by ACB or contact the KCB office at 502-895-4598. At its meeting on March 15th, the Kentucky Council of the Blind Board of Directors voted to once again underwrite the ACB convention registration fee for the upcoming virtual conference and convention in July for all 2021 and life members of KCB. Make sure your dues are current by calling the Kentucky Council of the Blind office at 502-895-4598. You can join KCB for 2021 for $8 or become a life member of KCB for $40. If you haven't renewed your membership for 2021 in the Library Users of America, LUA, ACB Lions, or ACB Families, you can still do so this week. For more information about any of these organizations, call Carla Rushevel at 502-897-1472. Robert Felgar, CEO of RAS Mobility, R-A-Z Mobility, was the guest speaker at the Greater Louisville Council of Blind Roundabout on Friday, March 19. Robert presented information and demonstrated a relatively new cell phone sold by RAS Mobility 
designed especially for blind and low vision users. About 70 people from at least 13 states joined the call to hear about the phone and ask questions. This week's Sound Prince is devoted to this excellent presentation. Listen on page two, and for more information, visit www.razmobility.com or call them at 800-729-0083. We hope that you enjoy this week's Sound Prints and that you'll be back with us this next week for more information and items of interest to the blind and visually impaired. Page two. We want to welcome everybody to Roundabout. Um, I, I know that you all probably think that's a weird name for things, but Roundabout is what we do every Friday in the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, and we have since the 1st of January 2015. Before COVID came along, we met in person every Friday, and we'd start about 3.30 in the afternoon, and people just kind of show up when they wanted to, and they could leave when they wanted to. We would do individual and group discussion things before 6 o'clock. We'd have a really great dinner that Patty would prepare. Patty Cox would prepare at 6. And after dinner, we did mostly recreation things. So when COVID came Join along, the we, meeting. we didn't miss a, miss a meeting. We just went right on. And uh, we've been, of course, doing virtual for the last year. So I'm going to demonstrate today the new a new phone for people who are blind or low vision called the mini vision 2 and it is a basic mobile phone it's not a smartphone it's a basic phone with buttons and um, it's completely a hundred percent accessible so the idea is if someone uh, doesn't want to use an iPhone uh, because of the cost because they don't want to join the meeting because they don't want to learn the gestures or for any other reason, and they want to instead use a basic phone that's tactile, that they can rely on feel instead, and that they can rely on a voice guide to help them guide them through the menus and so forth, then that's where the Minivision 2 uh, can be very, very helpful and where it sort of comes into play and fits, in, it, and fits into your options, okay? So the basic idea behind the phone is that everything talks. In addition to be tactile, everything talks. So whenever you go through the menus, everything speaks, so you always know where you are. And whenever you press a keep a button, you get feedback. It speaks again. So you know you get confirmation that you've done what you intended to do. It also has voice commands. And the way you initiate a voice command is not by saying, uh, hey, Siri, or OK, Google. Instead, it's by pressing a button, waiting for a beep, and then giving the command. OK, so it's very easy to use. And the voice commands that it supports are much simpler uh, than what you would have, say, with an Android smartphone or an iPhone. You can make a call. You can send a text message. You can open various applications. But, for example, you can't ask it what, you know, what the weather is and so forth or ask it to play music. So it's not Siri. It's not Google. Uh, but it, it, it responds to basic commands. Uh, further, you can also type by command. So instead of typing with a keypad, or by voice, rather, 
So instead of typing with the keypad, which is the old kind of T9 keypad, right? You got one through nine and then zero, then the asterisk and the pound sign. Instead of typing that way, which is how we used to type when we sent a text message, which isn't the easiest thing to do. It's also a little slow, although people used to do it pretty quickly 10 years ago. But if you don't want to do that, uh, you can type with your, uh, with your voice. So you could dictate, essentially. Okay. So I'm going to turn on the phone and go through a few things. I'm going to put up the volume here so you can hear it. Voice. Nine of fifth voice. Ten of fifteen. Voice. Voice. Twelve of fifteen. Okay. So hopefully you can hear that quite well. It's quite Voice loud. Green. Twenty-one twelve. Okay. Good. So you notice that um, when it went to the home screen, it said home screen 2112. It sets its military time right now. Uh, but the bottom, but the point is that when you're when you get to the home screen, it announces itself. Okay, so you know that you're at the home screen. You don't have to guess where you are. Again, that's part of the general approach of the, of the phone. It's always giving you feedback, so you know where you are and you can't get lost. Okay. And then there's a button in the middle, which I'll call the OK button. And you press the OK button when, to access the menu and when you want to make a selection. So I'm going to press the OK button. Phone, one missed call. Oops. Phone, phone, one missed call. OK. And now it's access the menus. And it's a vertical list. And it just read the first item on the list, which is phone. So all my calling features, my phone features, are in that menu. Now I'm going to scroll down. Contacts. Okay. Messages. Alarm. And, and notice this is important because it tells you all the features that the phone has, right? Every single menu represents a feature. So you heard phone, contacts, messages for text messages. Alarm if you want to set an alarm. Calendar. Calendar. Camera. It does have a camera. Gallery. Photo gallery. FM radio. It, it can play the radio. Light detector. It will tell you if the lights are on or off. Color detector. It will identify colors. Banknote recognizer. It, it recognize, They call it banknote recognizer. This is actually a French phone, so some of the English is slightly awkward, but basically it's a money identifier. Calculator. Your calculator. Voice recorder. Voice recorder, which is useful. Notes. And notes. So if you want to remember certain things and take notes, um, you can do that. Or if you just want to record your voice instead to remind yourself certain things, you could do that. Flashlight. There's a flashlight. Weather. Uh, there's, uh, you can, it, it can tell you the weather and predict the weather. I believe I'm not on Wi-Fi. Let me just press OK here. No data connection. You need 3G or Wi-Fi for network access. Weather. Okay, so right now I don't have connectivity. But weather, so if I pressed OK, and um, which is what I did, I get into the app, and it'll tell me whatever, let's say in this case, the weather. Emergency. There's an emergency function, so there's an SOS button in the back, which I can program. Uh, I can call, I can put up to 10 people there. And what that does, it calls those 10 people, and it can send text messages to those 10 people. 
doesn't have to be 10, obviously. It could be one. Where am I? Where am I? Join the meeting. The where am I function is basically a simple GPS. So let's say you're out, you're navigating, and you're a little confused. You've lost track of where you are, and you want to know the nearest address. You can, you can press the where am I, you can access the where am I function, and it'll give you the exact address where you're located. But it, it won't navigate you. So it's not Google Maps. It's basically giving you your location. Settings. And the settings. Okay. So those are all the basic functions. I'm going to go into some of the functions so you can hear what it sounds like. Voice record, color detect gallery, camera, calendar, alarm, messages, contact, phone, one missed call. Let's go into the phone. Phone, call contact. So in the phone, you've got various functions. So you can call a contact, you can dial, and you can access your call history. Let's say I missed the call. I want to access my call history. Just scroll down. Dial. Call history. Press call history. Press OK when I hear call history. Call history. Two four zero three three February twenty sixth two thousand twenty one eleven oh four missed call. Okay, and then I would, if I wanted to access more, I would scroll down and I would get my additional missed calls. So you hear what it gave me? It gave me the number that called me. If the person was in my contacts, it would it would, it would say the name, but that person, whoever that was, was not in my contacts. It gives me the date and it gives me the time that the call came in, okay? And there can be as many missed calls. As, there's no limitation, essentially, no memory limitation. It could, you know, it could have 100 missed calls if, if you're particularly popular. I'm not, so. Okay, and let's say I wanted to go back. Um, there's a button. There's a back button. So, you know, just press the call. back button. Call history. And I'm exactly back in that sub-menu where I left off in the call history, okay? So going down from call history, voicemail. okay, there's a voicemail sub-menu. So if I want to see if I've missed any calls. Call history, dial, call contact. And let's just go into con call contact. Contacts, Rob, other. Okay, there's only one contact in my phone, Rob, that's me. Robert, actually, but I wrote Rob because I'm lazy. So Rob, and if I wanted to call Rob, I would just press the OK button and it would call Rob, okay? And it would list all my contacts. So I'm just scrolling and act, you know, listening to the names and when I hear the name of the person I want to call, just press OK and it'll call, okay? So it, it's designed to be as simple, as simple as it can possibly be. I'm going to go back. Phone. Call contact. And back one more time. Phone. Okay. Um, the next feature Contact. is contacts, but I'm going to go to um, messages. Messages, text messages. I'll press OK. Message. List empty. Mm, no, no text messages at the moment. But basically, what it would happen is my my list of text messages would appear. Okay. And at any time, I could press OK when I when I I want to listen to a particular message and play that and play that message, and it'll read the message to me. Okay, that's important. So again, everything is read, everything is spoken. There's nothing that you cannot access with your buttons and the voice guide. Okay. Now. Message menu. New message. 
On the left-hand side of the phone, there's sort of like a, um, an options button, I guess you could call it, and it gives me additional options. So I just pressed it, and it gives me some additional options. In this case, the first option was new message. So if I wanted to type or create a new message, that's where I would go. I'll press OK. Contact. Contact. Okay. So it's saying, okay, you want to create a message. I need to know who to send it to. So we can do it by accessing your contacts. And you can uh, send a message to someone in your contacts. Let's press OK under contacts. Contacts. Rob. Other. Okay. Now let's select Rob. Unfortunately, message has stopped. Okay. Unfortunately, message has stopped. That's because I don't have a SIM card in here right now. So... But basically, I'd be able to send a text message at this point. Unfortunately, okay. message has stopped. Phone. Okay. Um, Contact. Messages. Let's go down. Alarm. Alarm's pretty simple. Gallery. I don't think we need to go through that again. Camera. Gallery. FM radio. FM radio really works. You can basically get any FM station, any local station. Light detector. Color detector. Um, I'll go bank to banknote recognizer. So essentially, if I want to recognize a banknote when I hear it, I just press OK, OK, and hover the camera about a foot or so on top of the note. I don't have to press anything, don't have to do anything, and it'll tell me what the note is. And it recognizes U.S. dollars very, very well, OK? We did get a question about Canadian dollars. If there's any Canadians on the call, I'm sorry. I love Canadians. I'm actually a Canadian citizen and a U.S. citizen, but you're out of luck. It only recognizes U.S. dollars and various European denominations. Um, Calculator. Voice recorder. Voice recorder. I'll press OK so you can see what that works like. Voice recorder. New voice memo. Okay, so let's say I wanted to create a new voice memo. Join the meeting. I would just press OK now, and I don't think it's going to – it is working, actually. So right now it's recording my voice. I thought I had to have data connectivity for this. Apparently I don't. So it's recording my voice, and um, when I want to stop, I'll just press the OK button. Save. Okay, it's giving me the option to save. I'll press OK. The voice memo has been saved. There you go. So that's the, that's it. I mean, it's incredibly easy to create a voice memo. Voice recorder. New voice memo. I'm going to go back. Voice recorder. Okay. And for notes, notes, let's press notes. List empty. Okay. So if I were to, if I had created some notes, there'd be a list of notes there that I created. Um, if I want to create a new note, I go to my options button, press the options button. Notes menu. New note. Okay, so it's giving me the option to create a new note. I'll press OK. Edit box. Enter your note. Okay, and I can enter my note here. I can enter my note by typing, um, or I can enter my note by um, using voice dictation, but voice dictation is not going to work right now because of the SIM card issue. Uh, so I'm going to go back. Notes menu. New note. List empty. Notes. Okay, um, and that, that really covers the main features of the phone. It's, it's really very, very simple. So that's really the whole idea behind the phone. Um, if you're looking for 
web browsing, okay? Phones, this phone is not the phone. Um, if you're looking for uh, to play games, web browsing, something like that, this is not it. But if you're looking for Join the meeting. and a couple of additional features, capabilities, and you want something really easy to use, it's fantastic. If you want something that lasts a long time in terms of the battery, fantastic. It'll last a really long time because it's not a smartphone. It's a basic phone, so it can last a couple days. Um, it comes with a cradle. So instead of just plugging it in and worrying about inserting the cable into the phone, you could just put, put it on a, a cradle and charge it that way, which makes it particularly easy. And, and the phone is unlocked, meaning it'll work with, and it's GSM, so it'll work with AT&T or T-Mobile or any of their resellers um, with a couple of exceptions. For some reason, consumers, it's not working with consumer cellular um, right now, but generally, virtually any any um, reseller of AT&T or T-Mobile, it'll work with. Okay, um, and that's about it. In terms of, we've been selling it for about a month and a half now. Been selling really well, uh, doing very, you know, it's been very popular, successful. The USBA is buying it already. They're buying it for blind bets and really enjoying it. Uh, they, it's it's basically their alternative to. Uh, the iPhone right now. So if there's a vet who can't handle the iPhone or can't afford the, the data packages and so forth, then they're using this phone. Um, this phone does need data, but it, it, you could use a minimal amount. So, you know, if, even if a plan with one gigabyte of data is more than enough because it's not using that much. Basically, it needs data to, to support the voice commands because the voice commands are going into the cloud and back. That, so a voice dictation, same thing but it uses very little. And things like the weather, obviously, is being done over the Internet. Um, the locations done over the Internet. Banknote recognizer, a uh, couple things. But it, it really uses a minimal amount of, uh, of data. Um, Robert, this is Carla. Hi, Carla. Hi. Um, could you please also talk about, I believe the phone has some features that, would be of interest to people with low vision, such as the, well, and, and others as well, but um, the large buttons, maybe, are there different color combinations for the phone? Um, are there any, you know, low things that would be of particular interest there to people with low vision? Yes. Okay. Thank you for asking that. And I, I'm sorry, I forgot to, to show that. So That's okay. I'm going to do that. And there's a note for me to show the phone also. So I'll do that as well. Um, let me. Battery level. 76 screen. Okay, first of all, this is what the phone looks like for those who want to check it out. Uh, you can see the buttons are quite large. Uh, they light up when they're being pressed, okay? And they're actually quite tactile. Like there are bumps, quite large bumps, like three big bumps that you can really feel very, very easily on uh, like the call button and the, uh, the power off button. And the, there's like the command buttons that you might be able to see. They're they're also raised and uh, you know very high profile. And there's a, the OK button right in the middle. Hopefully you can see the OK button in the middle that has like a texture on it and is quite large. So uh, it actually the buttons and the keys are designed specifically to be extra uh, tactile. Okay, and the buttons are quite they have a nice separation between them. Okay, 
So let me go to the settings so you can get an idea, a little bit of an idea of, of, of what you can do there for people with low vision. Home screen, 2127. Phone. Okay, I'm going to go down Contact, very quickly. Messages, camera, light detect, notes, flashlight, weather, emergency, where we might, settings. Okay, I'm at the settings. Did that very quickly. Settings. Display. Okay. Um, display. For the Process. display, you can see you can adjust the brightness, okay? Um, obviously, if you've got no vision at all, you can make it virtually so you can't see it, and that, that'll save you some battery. But if you're low vision, you want to make that brighter. Sleep mode font. Font size. You can hear it just said font size, so I can adjust the font size. Font size. Medium. Checked. And and there's medium. Large, not checked. Very large, not checked. Okay, so I can make it very large, and I'll show you what that looks like. Hold on. Font size. Okay, so it's there's kind of a glare, but you can see it. It's so big that it's scrolling across the screen. Okay, so that's really large. You know, basically, it, yeah. It's like the capitalized letters are a good half inch, I would say. So um, about as large as you would Font want size. it. I'm going to lower Very that. Large. I'm going to re reduce that large. now. Not checked. Medium. Not checked. Font size. Okay, I like medium because if you make it any larger, it kind of scrolls across, which, you know, unless you need that, is uh, takes up extra time. Um, the other thing you can do... Oh. You can, you can bold it, okay, to make it extra, the letters extra thick. Text and background colors. And perhaps most importantly, you can change the, the color scheme. There's, I believe, six different color schemes. We'll go through Text them. Text and background colors. White on black. Checked. White on black, obviously, probably the most used. Black on white. Not checked. There's black on white. Blue and yellow. Not checked. Blue and yellow. Yellow on blue, not checked. Yellow on blue. Yellow on black, not checked. Yellow on black. Black on yellow, not checked. And that's the final one, uh, black on yellow. Okay, so I think that was six options for different color schemes. Display. Text and background colors. Text scrolling speed. And then you saw how it scrolled across the screen. Okay, so you can actually adjust the speed at which it scrolls across. So if like you're a fast reader and you're really annoyed by the slow speed at which it scrolls, then you could speed it up. On the other hand, if you need it to be a little s slower, that's fine as well. So that's adjustable. I'm going to go back. Settings. Display. Okay. So we just finished the display. Vocalization. Then there's vocalization. Vocalization. Screen reader. Checked. Okay, so you could actually turn the screen reader off. You see it said screen reader. Let's say you're low vision and you're okay with the large font size, the bold, and a certain color scheme. That works for you, and you don't want to hear the voice. You can turn that voice off. Premium voices. Checked. There are some premium voices, some options if you don't like this nice lady. She sounds fine to me. Speed of speech. Okay, there's speed of speech. So let's say um, you want the lady to speak faster, 
okay? You're a little impatient. She's slow for you. You want her to speed up. No problem. She can speed up for you. You just have to make that adjustment in the settings. Wake up speech. I quite honestly, I forget what wake up speech was. So let's let's get that. Settings. Vocalization. Okay. Um, and those are really the the the, um, the accessibility settings in the menu for people with low vision. Okay, so you can basically adjust any you know you could adjust the colors, the font size, the boldness, the speed at which things scroll across. Um, and for those who rely, you could turn off if you want. You can turn off the the uh, voice guide. And um, if you rely on the voice guide, as we saw, you can speed it up or slow it down. Uh, at a, a comfortable speed for you. Um, it's also important to note that you can do anything else. Let's say you're, you're completely blind, no vision. You can do everything else on your own. So we'll go through a couple of things. Let's say Wi-Fi. Bluetooth. Wi-Fi. Let's say I want to connect my phone to Wi-Fi. I'm going to press OK. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Not checked. Wi-Fi. Checked. Wi-Fi. Okay. Checked. So I just turned it on. Okay, you heard I just pressed OK when it said it was not checked. So I wanted to check. So I pressed OK. No Wi-Fi connected. Okay, it's telling me as I'm scrolling down, there's no Wi-Fi connected. So I know I'm not connected. No networks. Okay, it's saying what are, this is where I can find out the networks that are around me. I'm going to press OK. No Wi-Fi, no devices. Okay. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi checked. No Wi-Fi connected. No networks. Oh, uh, no network. So it doesn't see any Wi-Fi. But wait, no I can scan for new networks. Okay, I'll press that. Scan. ISRZ1B0. Security. PSK. Signal strength. Two of four. Okay, so that's my Wi-Fi. It's close to me. So it's telling me. And then, if, of course, I press OK, it's going to ask me for the password, which I'm not going to go through right now. But basically, the what I wanted to show you is that I can, I can connect to Wi-Fi on my own if I have no vision, okay? Um, and I can do Settings. anything else on Wi-Fi. my own. I, I can connect to Bluetooth on my own and pair with a device. Security. I can set up security, so if I want a pin, on, let's say if I lose it or I don't want other people to access my text messages, right? So I want a pin every time I turn it on. I could set that up on my own. Language. Uh, language. So it does speak a whole bunch of languages if you're not English. I think everyone on this call probably is, otherwise you wouldn't be here. But if you happen to prefer another language, you could choose a whole bunch of them. Keypad. Um, in time. About phone. About phone. Let me just, about phone. System update. Okay, so I went into about phone and you heard system updates. So that's important too for two reasons. Number one, again, you can do the system updates on your own. Okay, you don't have to rely on a sighted person. And again, I'm going to keep emphasizing that. There's nothing that you need, you would need help with in order to operate this phone. But the other thing that's interesting is, so the updates are over the air. And the other thing that's interesting is, as there are improvements to the phone, you know, there are always bugs and so forth in every single device, iPhones included. And when there are improvements and changes, the updates come over the air and you can access them. Okay. Um, and that's it. Settings. I'm going to go back. About phone. Home screen, 2135. Okay. 
So I'm back at the beginning. Are there any questions? I'd be happy to take questions if there are any. I see, I see Susan or Suzanne. Uh, has your hand raised? You can unmute yourself. Okay. Hello, everybody. I'm Suzanne Amen from Virginia. Robert, I really think this is a very interesting phone. I have a couple of questions. Of course. One, one, you say you scroll down. So how do you do that? And two, can you tell us more about the camera? And is that for taking pictures? And can you download that data to somewhere else or upload it to somewhere else? Okay. So in terms of scrolling up or down, because everything's represented or shown as a vertical list. So all my options are vertical. So there's like in the middle, there's an, or there's an OK button. And on top of the OK button, there's like there's another little notch, which is sort of the up button. And below that, below the OK button is a notch. Think of the OK button in the middle, a button on top, a button below. And okay. that's how you navigate the menus. Can you then upload those pictures to a computer or somewhere else? Yes. So it is for taking pictures. You can take pictures with it. The camera is also used for other purposes as well. For example, the money identifier or the light detector. So it, it, it's used for several purposes. Um, if you take a picture and you want to download it to, let's say, your computer, and by the way, this applies not only to the pictures, but let's say you have voice memos that you want to download to your computer. You can do so with a cable that you connect, like a 3.5 millimeter to gotcha. um, right. USB cable that you plug into your computer, and there's a, an option to download it to your computer. Sheila Young? Does it talk right out of the box, number one? That's my first question. And my second question, is this the same phone that is on your website for memory patients with pictures? It's a different phone. We okay. do have a phone that's designed for people with memory loss. If you've uh -huh. got a, a, a relative that has memory loss that's beyond sort of the very beginning stages, I would suggest that uh -huh. phone. This phone is not some a type of phone, I think, that someone with significant cognitive decline could use. And about the power on when it comes out of the box, is it, how does that, how do you start it talking? That that talks right out of the box. Just turn it on and okay. it'll start talking. How much does Valerie. the phone cost? Oh, three hundred and nine dollars. Brian and Christy Sykes. Carla, it's Christy, and I have a Mini Vision too. I like my iPhone for a lot of things, but when I have to call somebody and I have to put numbers in at a quick basis and do it correctly the first time, I really like having a keypad feature with buttons. Veteran Eugene. Some people have problems entering information in there, such as contacts. Are you able to uh, enter new contacts with a verbal command, or do you have to type it in? So you actually, you can do quite a bit, a bit by verbal command. You can actually enter names and so forth using voice dictation. Uh, of course, the issue with entering names with voice dictation is that sometimes it gets it right and sometimes it's wrong. So Robert is pretty easy and presumably will work well 90 plus percent of the time using voice dictation. But if it's something that's, um, you know, a little uh, less standard than Robert or David and so forth, uh, then it might not understand. You might have to rely on the keypad in order to enter the, the name. So that's the so you the the capability is there, but it's it's 
colored with a little caution because names can sometimes not be understood by voice dictation. Okay, Tom, you're next. What is the physical size of the phone? Is it a flat phone or a flip phone? It's a flat phone. What's the size of it? I think it's probably about five inches long. Okay. And maybe two and a half inches wide. Okay. So hopefully that gives you a pretty good idea of, of how big it is. And I would say the keypad occupies about half of the five inches and the display maybe the display about the same. So half is the display, half is the keypad roughly. Can you purchase a carrying case to kind of protect it? Yeah, so it actually comes with a protective case okay. in the box that's free. Um, it also comes with earbuds cool. that are free. So if you're on the bus or something, you're in public and you don't want other people to hear your phone, you could wear, you know, you could use the earbuds. Okay. And um, uh, it does, there is an option to buy a pouch on our website. So if you like to kind of, they're actually, for some reason, quite a few men like this, especially vets. I don't know why, but vets and men love pouches that they can clip onto their belt. Yeah. So we do offer the option of buying a, a, a pouch that you can put the phone in that clips onto the belt. The last question, do you always have to connect with Wi-Fi to operate the phone? No, you don't. So let's say you're not in the house. You just, you would connect. All your connectivity would ha happen over your wireless provider, AT&T, T-Mobile, or one of those. This is Debbie. How many contacts does it hold? Basically, as many as the memory would hold. It's, it's. I mean, it, it'll. It's a lot. I, there's no hard limit. So, probably over a thousand. I mean, there's no hard limit. Perfect. Perfect. I, I like that number. And um, just really quick, because I I listened when you were saying how to access voicemails. You had to go in a couple steps. Does it have the shortcut key where you could just hold the number one down for a few seconds? Yeah. I believe it does, but maybe Christy can answer that. But it also no. has what they call um, shortcut uh, keys. Like, for example, if you if your speech is uh, maybe you have it a little too fast or too slow and you don't want to go through the menus with um, the settings and speech and all that, you can hold down your pound four and it will slow it down or pound five and it will speed it up. So that's kind of a nice, and it has other pound features as well with other keys. Like I guess that would be like a modifier key. So it's really kind of handy if you find yourself in a situation like that and you don't want to quickly go in, uh, you don't want to take all those other steps. And the manual is accessible, accessible. We went on the website and downloaded it into my note taker. We listened to Jerry, who's a blind guy, that has a really nice tutorial that helped with um, the steps to um, put other voices in the phone. And then I could look through the manual and practice with the phone, and that's how I learned. Um, but, I mean, you since it has a voice guide, too, I mean, you can just try various things, and if you get really lost, just dial, just do the home key, and it'll take you back to the beginning. So that part's pretty easy to use. That sounds great. So it, it's probably easy to use the three-way conference call feature as well as switching over and toggling 
with your call waiting feature, correct? Yeah? I haven't not tried those. Robert, is that can you do it, conference calls pretty easy? I believe you can and you could you could forward and so forth. So there's a lot there's quite a few features in terms of calling, quite a few options. So um yes, conferencing you can do. Um and just to go back to the voicemail again, I thought about it a little more and voicemail is actually not something that's supported by phones itself. It's supported by wireless providers. So like the voicemail system isn't a Minivision 2 voicemail system, okay? You'll, you'll have AT&T's voicemail system. Uh, so if you, if, you press, if you press and hold the one, it should behave just like any other phone. In other words, it well, should access voicemail. And one last That's question. It, it, it is on 4G, correct? Yes. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you. Area code 516. What's, what's the name of the phone? It's the Minivision 2. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, Mike O'Brien from Troy, New York. What is the operating system that you use? Actually, it's a modified version of Android. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And what is the name of your company? Raz, R-A-Z, Mobility. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, okay. So, you, so you're saying um, in terms of a Verizon, you can't even use a Verizon SIM card at this time. The, your hard, the hardware won't support that. Correct. Okay. And I think that also is true with um, with Blindshell. It is. Yeah. Uh, will it work then? Where is Sprint in all of this? Um, Sprint or Spectrum? Some people tell me, Spectrum well, I have uses Sprint. Verizon. So Spectrum uses is their Verizon reseller. Okay. All right. So those are Verizon services, and that's why they can't work with these phones, right? Spectrum is. I don't, um, <clears throat> isn't uh, isn't Sprint owned by T-Mobile or did Sprint did AT and T buy Sprint? I can't remember. It, it's T-Mobile. Uh, yeah. Sprint, okay. Sprint was acquired by T-Mobile. So let's say you went, you wanted to join Sprint right now. Actually, you're joining T-Mobile and you're using T-Mobile's network, and you would be able to use the Minivision hmm. too. If you're okay. a legacy Sprint customer. Um, and you wanted to put in a legacy SIM card, you know, an old Sprint SIM card into the Minivision 2, I don't believe it will work. Area code 407. This may have been addressed, and it's possible I missed it, but I'm gathering, since this is not a smartphone, that we cannot put add apps to it like um, Ira or something like that, correct? <laughs> or do you have anything like that on it as it comes? That's correct. So because it's not a smartphone, there's no Google Play Store to download apps, and there's no apps or app store in the case of the iPhone. So you can't download those types of apps onto the phone. Uh, you just have what the phone offers. Um, in terms of additional capabilities, the phone, the manufacturer, the, the French manufacturer, is looking to add an interesting feature in the future. Uh, basically, a an app, if you will, that will identify objects. Um, so that will be coming. But basically, because you can't download things, you rely on the, what's currently available on the phone or what the manufacturer is going to be adding in the future, and you're limited to that. Okay, and that doesn't have anything like that on it currently, correct? Correct. Okay. 
All right. Thank you very much. Kendall Pierce. Thank you, Robert, for taking my question. Uh, on your <clears throat> FM radio, do you uh, do you have to use earbuds? Uh, uh, I know my uh, Kiss Air XV Extreme. You got to use earbuds for your. Let's uh, say it acts as your antenna. Is that the case with it, or will it work on your speaker? I believe it, it's true. Hold on, let me see if I can do that right now, just to make sure that I'm right. Okay. Contact alarm. There you go. Yeah. So it, it just announces plug-in earphones. Oh, okay. I know that's what you do on on the extreme, but I didn't know. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. ACB Ohio. Sean, you have another question? Yeah, I had to get the I had to get the low battery alert on my iPhone screen out of the way. <laughs> so yep. if you one of the person asked about entering contacts. Is there a way that someone could, let's say, is there a way you could quickly, let's say you had a sighted person that was gonna just really quickly enter 20, 30 contacts for you in a row. Is it difficult to turn off the speech so that they can quickly do that and then get it back on again? Is there like a quick key you can use to do that? If a sighted person needs to do something for you? I'm not sure what you mean by entering 20, 30 contacts really. So let's say, let's say you want to hand the phone to your sighted uh, partner and have them enter all of your contacts. Right. And they want to be able to do it very quickly and not have to wait for it to talk. Is it easy enough to turn the speech off so that they could do something like that and then turn it back on again for you? Yeah. First of all, you can go into the settings and turn off the, the, um, the voice guide. The other alternative is you just turn the volume to zero. Okay, and but does that does having it talk slow down like the the quickness that you can do stuff? No, no. Actually, I mean you can move those buttons as quickly as you want, and the the voice will if you if you move the buttons super quick, the voice will lag it a little bit. Uh, but you can the phone will basically function perfectly fine if if the sighted person presses the buttons as quickly as they can. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, just a point of clarification. Uh, you mentioned uh, concerning the speaker and the earphones. I would imagine if you hooked the speaker, uh, what's that have a a three point five millimeter jack for the earphones, or does it have a a, a digital jack, or, or what is it? It's three point five millimeters. I would imagine if you, even though it says uh, you can hook in your earphone, I would imagine if you hooked your speaker up to it, it, it would work. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's a 3.5 millimeter jack. And there's probably an option to use the speaker even with it plugged in. I, every every FM radio I've ever seen like that that was part of a, a, a device like a cell phone or a note taker, some way in there, there is a way to switch the, uh, the switch the radio back out to the speaker. You mean the speaker on the you mean the speaker on the uh, would, the phone? I would be or very mean surprised if you couldn't. Speaker. I would be very surprised if there wasn't a way to hook the speaker to have the audio come out the speaker. Yeah, I'm sure there it would. Every I've always seen that on other, like you know, if you think about like the book sense that had an, a radio where you plugged in headphones, you could you could take the audio out the speaker. I don't see why you couldn't. That would yeah, be yeah, and and the, and the that wire would be quite an oversight, I would think. And the wire in that case would serve as the antenna, probably, so that goes to the speaker. Okay. Any more? I've got a comment. Okay. See, I heard Patty. I will say that that is very good large print. Um, when he showed that phone, it's 
it, it, I could read it, and I had to sit back to read it. So um, the large print is great. I am I, the contrast was good, um, just on the on the contrast that he had right then. So I I think that is a you know um, in comparing the blind shell phone, if you are low vision, um, this phone has a little bit better large print and contrast features. Okay. Thank you. All right. Who's next? Area code 812. Sorry, Robert. Um, can you tell us where the phones are assembled? So the phones are, first of all, the manufacturer, designer, developer is a French company outside of, right outside of Paris. Uh -huh. and, but the phones themselves are manufactured and put together, assembled in China. Okay. All right. What I'm what I'm what I'm surprised at with with the phone is that since it will uh, read European notes, that it can't read Canadian money. Yeah, I we had a Canadian customer that was asking me questions, and I didn't know the answer, and I tested it with a Canadian twenty dollar bill that I happened to have around, and it did not work. So we've got euros. Uh, you're 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 great. If you've got U.S. dollars, okay. And we are getting some background noise. Somebody is breathing into their phone, so um, we want to mute that if we can. Any other questions? Yeah, we still have several. Uh, All right, Byron, Byron and Christy, your hand is up. Uh, do you have another? I know you've also been on. Uh, let's let's well, Rick. Let's take a new question here, and then Christy can help to. Um, the comment on it, but let's get the new questions in because we're running out of time. Okay, I'm going to lower her hand, lower your hand, okay. though. All right, but we'll know she can pop in when she needs to. Okay, who's next? Um, Tom. I got one. Yes, uh, Robert, I, I forgot to ask this earlier. Uh, what's your website, I guess? And so, how, is that, I guess, how we have to go about purchasing the phone? Yes. So it's rasmobility.com. So the name oh. of the company, .com. So not very difficult. Um, I will say just a, a word of caution. Uh, we are currently, and I don't want this to disincentivize anyone, but we're currently out of inventory, but it's very temporary. So we're expecting a shipment, in, well, uh, within probably the next two weeks, and we'll be restocking. So the out of inventory warning is simply a temporary warning. The phone is not going anywhere. Okay. Robert, Thanks. can you can you order and then be in line to get one when it comes in? Yes, we're taking orders okay. now. We will fulfill as we get, and there's mm -hmm. a sort of a notice on there that we're expecting the inventory to come in in early April. Hello, uh, my name is Terry. I have a quick question. Um, uh, and a small, quick comment. If I buy a phone from you guys and something happens to it, uh, say somehow or another it breaks, how do I get it fixed? So you would send it back to us, and uh, we would provide you, if it's within the warranty period, for example, it depends how it breaks, right? So this is, we're no different than anybody else. If you drop it and it breaks, uh, then you're responsible for shipping it back to us. 
But let's say uh, it's, it's a warranty issue. We would send you a, a shipping label for free, send it back to us, and we'll fix it or give you a new one, and that's how it would work. But we, we do all the repairs and replacements ourselves. And what is your warranty, and can you buy an extended one? There's no extended. It's a standard one-year warranty. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Suzanne? With your website, the rasmobility.com, is that also the way that you could, is there someone to talk to there to ask more questions <coughs> if you think of them later? Yes. So I'm glad you asked that question. You can, there's, first of all, you can chat on, on the site uh, if you want to do chat. If you prefer calling, you can call. And also, let's say someone has problems with, with using the phone, they have questions. Of course, you can call customer support. Someone mentioned Jerry, who's our blind accessibility specialist. He's the one that recorded all of the um, audio tutorials. There's quite a few of them that are posted on our website. He can also help someone that's having particular difficulties. So if someone wants to request his assistance specifically, uh, we make him available as well. And, and 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 we would schedule that call. It's not like he's available, you know, nine to five every single day. But we would schedule a, a call it a training or call with him. But there is someone to talk to, more or less business hours about the phone itself or purchasing or whatever yeah. issue. Okay, great. I would like to say that when I called Res Mobility to arrange for this uh, for this session tonight. Um, I, I uh, got uh, got to customer service very quickly, um, and uh, I left them. I told the lady what I what I needed, and Robert was back to me within a very short period of time. The response time there was very good, and a live breathing person did in fact answer the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that comment. That's very valuable. Well, Robert, we certainly appreciate you taking the time and coming to talk with us. This has been very informative. Also, I can tell you, as a person who answers the phone for the Kentucky Council of Blind and gets a lot of questions from people for whom handling um, a, a smartphone with lots and lots of features is a problem, this sounds like a very good um, alternative. Thanks again to everybody who's come this evening at our high point. I think we had 62 connections. Rick, thanks so much for hosting. Patty, for helping with hosting. And um, we look forward to seeing everybody in another roundabout. Thanks very much. Thank you for inviting me. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.
しない」